Joshua chapter 1, the 7 and 8, I will first read it as my text, then I will tell you how important the word of God is to your life. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or the left, that you may prosper wherever you are. You may what? Wherever. If you turn to the left, you prosper. To the right, you prosper. If they go to put you into Bolgatanga, you'll prosper. If they put you in Accra, you'll prosper. If they put you into any other place, you'll prosper. The Afram plain, you will prosper. There is no place that God has demarcated for prosperity. It is as well that prospers you. I Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from where? Say my mouth. What do you say, what you must say is what God says. In fact, that is why he even said, let the weak say He's saying what the book is saying. <laughs> he said, let the weak say what? And let the sick say what? So we need to say what God says. Sometimes what God says do not, you look at yourself and look at what God says you are, it doesn't look like you are the one. He said, you are a new creation. And you look at yourself. Mm, is this a new creation? Yes, created in the image of Christ. Sometimes you can't even believe it. So, the word of God is very, very important in the life of the believer. And in the life of anybody that God deals with. Anybody that God dealt with, he dealt with him according to his word. So anytime God appears, what happens is that he speaks. And God speaks. God has esteem. He wants people to esteem his word more than their food. You know that the word of God is food? The scripture says that before I come to food. He said, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. 
That is the reason why you can put your faith in God and in the word of the Lord. The source of God's word do not come from any constitution in any country. It root comes from heaven. So nobody can change that word. When God speaks a word concerning you, it is settled in heaven. For anyone to change that word concerning you, the person must first go to heaven and change it. So what God has said about you will be what God says you are. I like Jacob. Jacob came to this world. What, what is the meaning of Jacob? Who named him? Who named him Supplanter? His parents, they looked at that boy's life. And his life is some way. They said, send a quality, the way this boy is. The way he came. Let me name him Supplanter. But God had a name for him. And there was a day his real name which God was settled in heaven came. When he struck with the angel said, Lord, your name is no longer Jacob. Your name is what? Israel. Israel. You have prevailed with God and with man. God to God, he saw in heaven, they saw a nation. But to Isaac, uh, to the father of Jacob, he saw a supplanter. He saw a thief, a 419. But God saw who? A nation a fighter, a man that is going to stand forever. So his life, as people saw, it was not the same as what was written in heaven. But eventually, it came to pass. Forever, O oh God, your word is what? Settled in heaven. That is why we can put our faith in the word of God. Because everything will come to pass except the word of God. The world is changing so much that sometimes it is very even difficult to accept certain things that is in the scriptures. But whether those words have been outlaws or not, they still settle in heaven. Man can outlaw a certain portion of the scriptures. But it's only for a period. It's only for a season. The laws of men can be amended. But God's law stands the same. That is why we need to put our faith in him. That is why Job said in Job chapter 23 verse 12 that he has seen the word of God. Above is what? He said, I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured what? The words of his mouth more than my word, necessary food. He didn't even say food. There are some things they call food. There are some that are necessary food. There are certain food that are very necessary. There are some you just eat it for luxury. He's talking about the thing that sustain your life. He said, look, the food that keeps my life and make me healthy. I even treasure the word of God above those things. 
Because God's word gives me more strength and power and health than the word that than than the food we eat. So Job understood this, and no wonder, no wonder, his life at the end was great. Then I like the psalmist. Psalm 119 is a very great psalm. I believe that and I trust that and I pray that all of you should read through it at least once or twice a year. It's one of the longest uh, 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 psalms, but read it. You'll find a lot of things in it. Psalm 119 Verse 11. He said, Your word have I what? Hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you don't want to sin against God, this is the solution. It is not it's good to go and fast. And you all know that there are certain things, even you fast, you say, oh, this day I will not sin, and you fast. As long as you fast, the sin is, is abated. But you finish by the third man, the thing has come back again. The only way to uproot and to keep sin, to check, is to put the word of God in you. Not the word of God under your pillow. Not the word of God in your phone. Not the word of God in your iPad. Not the word of God in a paper or in a book. But the word of God must be in our heart. That is the place it may be said. And the psalmist said, the reason why I will not sin against you is because the word of God is in me. So, as I speak to you, that I might not sin against you. So, you don't need to worry. Some of us are working say, have I done something against God? Don't worry. Put the word of God here. You will know whether you did it or not. Amen. Amen. Then, someone one nine verse 105. I mean, son. Your word is what? Is what? What is a lamp? A bulb. <laughs> In this day, we say electric bulb, isn't it? It's a lamp where? Onto my feet and the light where? If you are in, you walk in this well, why, what do we use lamp for? Light for illumination. If we want direction, it's good. Prophets can give directions, but the word of God can give better direction and sure direction. If you want to walk and get your way to the end of your journey, you need God's word. That the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It shows where I should go. It gives me direction where I should go. It guides my feet at hitting at things. It makes the way clear for me. It doesn't make me follow where people want to go, but it makes me know the clarity of what God has for me. So this is what God's word can do. I pray that Christians, believers, will put the word of God above everything, that God's word will guide them and lead them and direct them. It is on this way that you will make your way prosperous. There are different types of prosperity and there are different types of 
success. There is a good success and there's a bad success. An armed robber, a thief, a drug baron that have made billions may look very successful in the eyes of the public. But inside, there is no peace. Inside, there is no joy. Inside, there is, you, you can't enjoy what you have. That is a bad success. A good success is when you are there and you, you, are, you are free heart and you are enjoying what you have and you have nothing to fear. That is the type of success I want us to have. And it's the word of God that will guide us and direct us and lead us to that place. Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 35, that everything will pass away. He said, heaven and what? Earth. The sky and this earth will do what? Will pass away. But what? But what? My what? Will what? No means pass away. What his mean that if you put your trust in his word, trust his word more than trusting yourself standing on this earth. Some of us have so confident that they are on this earth and their work, and you never thought that this earth when you are working to one day fall. Have you ever imagined that, oh, as I'm working, hey, what about if this, this earth uh, 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 slips and it falls and leaves me here? Have you thought that before? No. You are so sure. So you get up in the morning very confident. You jump out and so down. You say, jump, 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 jumping in the Lord. And you jump. You don't know the, whether the earth is going to go down or not. You are still confident. You walk. You take your car. Ride on the road. We are very confident. We get up. And some of you, you go and buy a land. Put a house. You don't know where that house and the land will run away. You have that confidence that by the time you go home, your house is there. He said, it's possible for this earth to vanish than his word. So we can trust God's word more than trusting the ground on the earth in which your foot is stepping on. That is how we should trust the Lord. But unfortunately, we trust even the chair you sit on more than Jehovah God. You trust your job. Job security. Oh, I am secured. Than the word of God. I want us to now lift our eyes and look to God and be established in God. And that will help us have longevity in everything. Oh my God. So that's the reason why I trust God. Jesus, what does the word that do? John 6, 63, he said, the word that I speak. It is the spirit who gives what? Say, it's the spirit who gives life. The spirit gives life. There's life in spirit. You know, you are a spirit man living in a body and you have a soul. The day your soul is disturbed and can't function well, you can still walk on this earth, but you can't reason anything. But the day your spirit will leave this body, you are called a dead man. It is your spirit that sustains your body. It is your spirit that moves your body. It is your spirit that gives life to your body. The same way God's word 
is a spirit. Let's, let's finish. Let's finish. The spirit gives life. The flesh what? Profits nothing. But unfortunately, the thing that profits nothing, we spend about 85% of our life in serving it. Some of us, 90%. Some people, 95 Some 50 now, mark yourself. Mark yourself. Which one? The spiritual life and the physical life, which one do you spend more time on? Be honest, I can't mark you. And I won't mark anybody. I haven't made a judge over anybody. I'm a judge over myself. If I judge myself, nobody will judge me. That's what the scripture says. Most of us spend. We get worried. Trouble. We think life is all flesh. It's good because Man lives in the flesh. You must take care of the flesh. But the thing you live in, you don't cherish it more than the one that lives in it. I know some of you, you cherish your cars more than yourself. You cherish your cars more than your children. Some of you even a fridge, TV, when it comes new. Let their baby, your child go and do something. <laughs> I don't want to talk. <laughs> Some people discipline their children for themselves, not for the child. <laughs> because of themselves, because of their TV. You go and touch them. Who asked you to touch that thing? And you don't understand. A TV and the way they will scream at that child. And sometimes if you get fathers who have this instinct of using cane, it's in them. They feel it. Sometimes they use the cane before they realize they are using it. So the moment they enter the house, the whole house is what? You see everybody joy in the house. Hey, 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 that night. Then you come, Papa, I feel everybody goes underground. <laughs> and sometimes the pride in it that they are taking control of the house. You've lost the house. You haven't taken control. You have lost them. You enter and everybody vanishes. You say you are in control. You've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, prophet. Oh. So now repent. <laughs> because if you scatter your house when you are around, then please let the children come. You say, even said, Mama Mofrano. Embra Menchai. Now, what did? <laughs> Yours is the opposite. <laughs> Let the children come to me. Even Jesus himself said, No, Peter and the rest wanted to say, ah, These people, they don't respect this man of God. Jesus is coming, and this is I'm making, you know, children, they, sometimes they are annoying. Have, uh, sometimes if you don't understand them, you think they're creating, they're nuisance. They will jump and they want to tell Jesus, where, what you can do, they will do. Huh? And they, they said, hey, 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 go, this is serious business. He says, hey, Peter, John, you, you are like the earthly father who wants to scatter children, let them come. The word of God is very, very 
important in believers' life. Sometimes we don't teach you this. And because of that, we don't even read our Bibles. When we hear a preaching, until you hear any preacher man, go back, look into your Bible, whether what he preached is in the Bible or is in line with the scriptures. That is safety for you. It's this church, that's why I'm telling you that. Eh? Yo, prophet, yeah. You know, easy. <laughs> The spirit gives life. I haven't finished the spirit. It gives us life. The word that I speak to you are what? Spirit. And they are life. Jesus said the word which I am speaking to you, you are not aware. These words are spirit and they carry life. When God's word comes to you, it is a spirit. It does not, it's not only a spirit. It also carries the life of what he said. If he says you shall be prosperous, he has the life that makes prosperity. Yes. He said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. A similar, when he sent the word, the word carried the life to bring deliverance, to bring healing, to destroy every virus and every, tell me, bacteria. Bacteria which are resistant to antibiotics. Antibiotics. <laughs> Viruses who they have no vaccination for it. Say, pros, pro, hey, prophet, then okay. That is the word. God's word carries something great. If we take the word of God, it will work in our life. And I pray that we will all understand this word and let God be our helper. God wants us to also continue in his word to, for me to become a disciple. People say, oh, oh me, sorry, me Edison. No, 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 no. Jesus says that if you say you are my disciple, John 8, verse 31 to 32, he said, if you say you are my disciple, what? Then, then Jesus said to those who believed him, if you abide in me, you abide in him. And what? And my word abide where? If you abide in my word, you are my word. If you abide in my word, you are my word. Who I'm giving you text. Who is the disciple of Jesus? Are you a disciple? Yes. You see, now you can't answer. <laughs> Disciples are disciples because they abide in the word of the master. So, if you want to be a good disciple, then you also need to follow the word of God and to abide in God's word. Some of us, we read the word, we are excited, and we say, hey, and we leave it. We need to walk in it and abide in that word continuously. It is not, oh, after this year, we are talking about, last year, what did we talk about? What was our team? Wisdom. Last year, wisdom. Wisdom ended 31st night, 2019. We are starting 
excellent. So that this year, after 2020, December 31st, 12 midnight, I cease to be <laughs> in it. No! You build upon what had previously been done. You don't stop the third last year's one. You walk in it and you add more knowledge and you walk in it. By the time you get to a place, you become a very perfect person for God. Amen. So, I'm giving you, this is what I call giving you a Christian foundation that you can be established well. Because the storm that is blowing, if you don't take time, you'll be taken off guard. There are many things that are coming out, people that are supposed saying things about that God is saying it, but be very careful. Why do we also need faith? Uh, 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 uh. The word, the word create faith. Whenever God speaks, it brings faith. Romans chapter 10, verse 70, a very popular scripture which you all know here. It is about Abraham. Show them. Faith comes by what? Faith comes by what? And what do you hear? There are different things you can hear. You can hear the word of science, the word of uh, politics. There are different kinds of listen, but those things don't create fear, uh, faith. You can also hear the word of the devil. Fear cometh. Fear comes, me too, I'm putting it this way. Fear comes, this is not the word myself comes by hearing and hearing the word of Satan. He threatened, he created fear, anxiety, doubt in you. But the word of God create what? Faith. He says that faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. God word create faith. When it creates faith, faith is not general. Faith is directional. If I hear God's word concerning healing and I build faith that this is what God has said about my health, I have faith towards healing. You might not have faith towards prosperity, money. You can Believe some of those who know this, they can believe God for their healing. When it comes to money, they can't. They'll go and beg. It doesn't mean I don't have faith. We have different areas. Some of you have different areas very strong in faith because you know God in that area. Because you have trusted God in that area. Because you have proven God in that area. But God has spoken to you in that area. And that area, you have stronger faith even than your pastor. So sometimes the fact that I know everybody has got some kind of faith, isn't it? Somehow it's very strong faith towards certain things. They will not budge. They know this is what God wants. Some have strong faith in other areas too. Even if you want to die, you are dying. You must have faith to die. You must have faith that I have finished my work and I see the glory that lies ahead and I am going. Bye-bye. Then you live in faith. Not dying through fear. You must know. 
know before you leave this earth. You cannot just assume that you are going to the UK and go to the airport with any ticket. Don't assume just because you found a ticket somewhere, your desire to go to UK. Then you walk to the airport or you go, you, 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 you go there and you want to. You will get, the ticket might be genuine, but it is not taking you to UK. So if you want to go to UK, you get your visa, isn't it? Some of you, you get a ticket, you don't have visa. Jesus, go back. Even they won't even let you take the plane. Oh? And once you enter, some people will go and buy <laughs> the Afghanistan airline, no, Aquafa. Oh, straight direct. No, come Mali. Kaja oh, me me America. I believe I'm going to America. Who the plane? The minute you enter the plane, every plane has got its destination. You enter and the the door close. You don't determine where the plane should go. The plane determines where you are going. That is how the new birth is. Christ determined where we should go. You may not even feel I am going to UK, but once you are in Christ, while you are accepting as your Lord and personal Savior, you are inside and the plane takes off. It may not look in your mind. Sometimes you, see, you look at the thing and say the plane is heading towards South Africa. Because sometimes people have wrong, uh, you can lose your bearing. You lose your bearing, sometimes we're going to say, ah, but we're going down until I looked at the map and saw that we're moving <laughs> towards a different place, uh, towards my area. So your mind can tell you, I'm moving here. But the reality is that is the plane that determines your destination. It's Christ that determines where you are going. It's what you did, the ticket you bought that determined where you are going. Some of you buy ticket to the middle of the road. Wow, this is, they land at, uh, uh, the plane might be going to South Africa, but you land at uh, 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 Kutonu. <laughs> Or Cote d'Ivoire. And that is, uh, you, think, you think you are very smart. So you bought uh, 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 a cheap, uh, listen, it's $300. Say, Charlie, many $300. And they call you, oh, boy, oh, landy art. We say, you know, some of the, 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 the place, they are, they are like Trotro. They get down, people get down, other, other, uh, others can. You are sitting down, and the seat has been marked for another person. So, so unless you buy to the end, so your journey, where are you moving towards? Your ticket, where is it taking you to? So, by faith, Romans 10, 17. He said, so then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is only the word of God that can give you your greatest confident faith that cannot be moved. Other things can create faith, but they might not work at the end. You can have faith in a friend. I mean, no, no, you can have faith in a friend. Faith in some rich man. 
How many of you have ever, somebody have promised you, I will help you. And there's a deadline for something. Say, oh, come on. Then you have all the hope. Scholarship. The man says he will pay. So you apply. Everything. And the time is getting closer. Say, oh, don't worry. When it's come, I will send the money. They get close. You call. The telephone is off. You call, he doesn't, you send messages, nothing. Then the time is drawing closer, you get closer, you're not able to go. You had faith that you are going, but the faith was based on somebody's pocket. That's why I don't like planning with people's pocket. Sometimes people plan with you in mind that, hey, this person will help me. Never plan anything having any man in mind. Have God. If God will use a man to fulfill the plan, let it be. But man have an ability, <coughs> something that is common with all men. Failure. They can disappoint Men have something in them to disappoint. When he's happy, he promises. When he's glad, at a time he's in a certain level. And say, Oh, I am going to help you. And when those emotions settle, he then calculates his money. So never put your trust in man. Let God put man in your plan. Don't put man first in your plan. Let God put it. Sometimes the one who is going to help you, the one who even promised you, at the end is not the one who helped you. Say, oh, somebody was telling me, my uncle is in the U.S. I said, hey. He's waiting for his uncle in the U.S. to come and take him. I said, do you know your uncle has a family there? He said, yes. Do you know your uncle pay rent? He said, I don't know. He said, what do you say? Dollars. For your information, the dollars there are not free. Ghana is easy for somebody to dash you something than US. That place, even 10 pounds. When somebody gives you 10 pounds, where you slept, go and sleep there again with the same kilo. Money they take, they account for it. One, they recorded this, this telephone, this light, that, that. So, but it, <laughs> before the money comes, each one has got its place to go. So they didn't have you in mind. No contingency like you. So don't think somebody is somewhere thinking about you. Trust God, make your own money, and also help other people. I hope I'm saying something. What I'm saying is the truth. Then I think 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. I love this area of the scripture. In the Timothy, he said, be diligent to present yourself approved to what? Approved to who? A worker who does not what? Need to be what? 
ashamed, rightly dividing what? The word of, of truth, which is the word of God. If you are able to divide or interpret God's word well, you won't be ashamed anywhere. Because that word cannot let you down. The proper interpretation of a word can never let you down. Rightly. And he also wrote to, Paul also wrote to Timothy, I love, oh, Timothy, Tim. Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture, not some, all scripture, you know, all scripture, people pick scriptures because they are inspired. We need an inspiration to be able to understand it. I read, I was reading about, um, I think, first King. Chapter 18. I'll come to this place. Yeah. Let's go there. Then God told Elijah to go and hide. Is this chapter 18? He asked him to go and hide. Chapter 18. Or oh, 17, one of them. My God. He said, go and hide. He did something. Great. Now, chapter 17. Now, verse 1, Elijah the Tishbite from where? Tishbi in Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither rain due nor rain in the next few years except my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Leave here. Turn where? Eastward. And do what? High in where? Can't, couldn't God protect this man? After he delivered the word, the word God spoke said, leave this place, go and hide at this place. Verse 18. So when you make, then you put a hand, you go to go and hide. Okay. Chapter 18. Chapter 18. After a long time, in the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah, go and present yourself to Ahab. The same God say go and hide. The same God say go and present yourself. So if you don't have any leading of the Holy Spirit, you will just point this one, uh, uh, hide. Meanwhile, it's not a time of hiding, it's to reveal it. So you don't just take the word of God because it is inspired by the spirit of God and might help you. Sometimes somebody, is a time for the person to hide. You say, hey, Kwaku is hiding. Let's all go and hide. Meanwhile, your time is be to be revealed. And you can find all in the scriptures. Are you getting me? Yes. At the time you have to hide, you don't hide, your head may go. I said, Ah, God couldn't protect this man of God. No. It's not that God couldn't protect him, the man of God disobeyed God. And when you move out of God's word, it's difficult for God 
to protect you. Say, oh, Radi, this is for me, I'm here. Pray. Finally, let me finish the scripture, then we'll, we'll close. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? For doctrine, which is teaching. Every doctrine of Christian doctrine might be backed by the scriptures. Every teaching, so believe that we need these doctrines. We say, oh, you are indoctrinating the people. What should we do? Why, what should we do? Because the scripture is for doctrine. <laughs> it's to indoctrinate the children that God is Jehovah God. I have no apology for this. If the world is indoctrinating people in ideologies, why can't the world which is life, which is truth, be put in people and make them believe it. So it's for teaching, it's for what? For reproof, so that when you're reading, the scripture is teaching you certain things. It's a teacher. The Holy Spirit takes the Bible or the scripture or God's word to teach you things. No, you can learn many things. Even politics, you can find politics inside. Oh, even heaven. We say, Satan, where your politics are. Huh? Where your politics are. Tonya, 30%, that's 3%. That's 31%. Please don't misquote me. I am not prophesying. I'm just speaking scripture. Huh? Some of you, anything you speak, they will take it like this, go around and put it where what you haven't said. I'm making myself clear here. <laughs> that I haven't prophesied for any party. I'm talking about heaven. Amen. Amen. Unless that party can go to heaven. It's for reproof. It can also reprove you when you're reading the scriptures. Sometimes it, you're doing something and it, uh, 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 oh, yeah. even while I'm preaching, some of you don't like to hear it. It's a reproof. I'm reproving you. And they said in a nice way. So when you are, it's happening like that, don't throw the Bible away. God is speaking to you. It's not all the time God to say, I will bless you. Sometimes he reproves us. Then, as for what? Correction. When you are going wayward, it corrects you and brings you to the right path. Then, for what? It also instructs us. He put instruction in righteousness. There are different kinds of instructions. People can instruct you in a certain way. By the time you finish, you tie something around your waist and finish with yourself with other people. I'm not talking about that kind of instruction. Instruction in where? In righteousness. Concerning righteousness, it will instruct you how to live a righteous life. It will instruct you how to walk righteously before God. And when you open the scripture, this is what you're going to find. God bless you. I hope this is not exciting. 
but it's instructive, isn't it? If you understand this, you can never be deceived. Me, there's one thing I never wanted to be deceived. I never wanted to be deceived in life. In life, so I used to, I used to have, uh, I have to re-examine things. Not that I don't believe you. You tell me I want to be sure. Because when I believe something, I put all my heart and my life on it. I don't want to put my life on something I'm not sure that will fail me in future. And this Christian life, I have tested it. I have tried it. I have opened it and looked at it. It is truth. It is right. So, go and serve the Lord, influence other people. Look, all what I have told, taught you is more than prosperity. If you get this, all other things shall be added. That all other things are free benefits. Don't go and be chasing the free benefit. Chase the main thing. And when you get the main thing, the others will come. And that is the main thing I'm telling you. It will be well. You want protection? Hey, this is where protection is. The word of God can protect you. Some of us, we were afraid of witches. Don't worry. Have the word in you. The Bible says, forever, O Lord, the word is settled in heaven. When you read Ephesians chapter 6, is it 6? He says that, take the shield of what? Faith. Where you shall be able to do what? To quench what? The fiery dart. So when the devil comes, you take the shield of faith and you hit it back at the firm. They can't touch you. It can't come close to you. You may see it coming, but you have what to stop it. And he also talked about the word of God. He said, the sword of what? Which is what? So whatever word you speak is a sword. You can use that sword to face your enemy because they are spirit and life. You remember Elijah? When 50 military men were sent to go and arrest him, he spoke the word he said, if I am the man of God, let what? Fire. Fire. That is his weapon. He didn't have military weapon. He didn't have AK-47. He didn't have pistol. He didn't have anything. But he has the weapon in his mouth. He said, if I'm a man of God, let fire come from heaven and consume all of you. And within a second, and Elijah answered and said, if I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your 50 men. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his 50 men. So there was no army that met him that succeeded. He had the weapon in his mouth. He spoke the weapon and the fire came. This is not a terrible fire. You know the terrible the old type gun, when they put gunpowder and put a, a sponge and they make it like this, you make it, then fire come out. It is fire, but it is harmless. But this fire can destroy 50 soldiers at a time. So you have fire in your mouth, the word of God in your mouth. And you can overcome every enemy and every situation in your life by the word you speak. God bless you. We have come with